0: Middle car hey, be, hey all right john big 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 uh show for a thursday night friday morning and to take you through your weekend on the weekend of the british open what what time do we tee off on uh, sunday morning by the way uh, That's
1: a good question. I, I would guess probably. specific time, please. Yeah, 5, 5 a.m. I guess because I'm thinking the first two rounds, uh, there are a lot more players. They cut half of them, send them home. So it, it probably makes it a little bit easier. You have less players. So I, I guess about 5 a.m. would be the worst guys. So by the you can get up. I mean, if you're not a 22-year-old, you can wake up and watch the leaders tee off. But, like, you can't yeah. if you're hung over whatever and, like, roll out of bed at 8.30, you might be late. I bet probably 8 o'clock would be my guess. We're looking up. Peacock starts streaming at 5 a.m. Eastern
0: on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they tee Maybe I could see them. You said 5 a.m. Eastern? The cock? 5 a.m. Eastern on Peacock on Sunday. I saw the no-laying-up guys were calling it the
0: cock. The cock. <laughs> the cock. Five, three, eight, three, uh 3
1: a.m.? Yeah. No, 2 a.m. on the cock. I uh, I don't. I think I'd mentioned to that you... That does not count as curses. Maybe I'd mentioned on a couple days ago, I was I was actually planning on really not gambling beside our... Uh, you mentioned that, yeah. Beside like our... $200. Beside our DraftKings game, $200. I, I put in $300 more. I'm at $500. I, I just couldn't... I didn't have any horses. And it's like that, you know, you, when you won, your a lot of money for the PGA. You just... You have a better chance. You feel better if you have a couple horses. So, and Kepka is like, you know, am I going to go wrong betting on Brooksy? Well, I'll tell you. Zander, was, listen, Xander doesn't win, but I, I know this. Every time when you wake up on a Sunday in a major, his name's usually in the top five. So you feel good about the bet. So I, I got Xander and Brooksy. I, I threw a substantial amount, you know, I mean a lot. For If you were going to bet on a golf winner, I would say anything above $100 is a pretty big golf wager, right? If you're getting on a winner, yeah, 18, 18 to one. I mean, that's eighteen dollars. Yeah. yeah, I,
0: I, I got a text today from a friend of the show, let's say, who uh, high profile, and uh, and he said who we like, and uh, I said, well, you know, I started going through a few names, and he's like, DJ or JT for me. I'm like, but neither JT. I, like, I have no faith in JT, and DJ's not even playing well. And he's like, I'm gonna bet on DJ and JT. So. Basically, like, if I just bet on these guys all the time, I'm going to be right more than I'm wrong. I mean, you know, relative to golf betting. You're not going to be over 50%. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Very true. And I was that's why I said to you, I'm like, maybe DJ's not crazy. Not Because no. he's 18. What did we say, 18 to 1? He's 20 to 1. 20 to 1. And mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number 1. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number 1. Now, here's the thing. We're recording this on Wednesday. You are taking this in at the earliest Thursday evening. So the thing's already begun. But that's where the live betting, John, comes in at mybookie.ag, promo code ham, the number one. Yep,
1: live betting. And that, honestly, it might be the way to do a big golf tournament because you can kind of get a feel. I mean, you can bet on a guy after the cut. (laughs) You know, the guy's alive. Uh, I think that's what I did with Bryson when he crumbled in the U.S. Open. mybookie.ag, promo code ham, one. Baseball's back. Uh, We got a couple more games in the NBA Finals. And, uh, and yeah, mybookie.ag, promo code ham, one. I saw that... uh, I follow Dana White. He just tweeted like another big fight just got like inked for within the mm. next month. You can always gamble on UFC, which is something that's really popular. Gambling on fighters. I have a. I'm on a couple of text threads. I wouldn't say they're like UFC diehards. They just say they they bet on the people UFC watch. because a lot of people watch. You can get like, uh, you know, I think sometimes not maybe not golf level odds, but a guy like three four to one that you go. This guy, I've seen this guy fight before. I think he's got a good chance to win. Like. The Conor-Dustin fight wasn't like that, but I think there are a lot of fights on the undercards of pay-per-views where you can get guys that you like, this guy's plus 500 and he wins because you know what? Those fucking guys are crazy the moment they get in that thing. Yeah. What, By the way, what would you have to be paid to get in an on to fight anyone? I mean, like a, a, an actual fight or not just like anyone off the street. I'm, I mean, it'd have to be. Because <sighs> they don't call the fight right away, so you would take some shots, you know? I mean I'd hit the deck pretty quickly though. But it's not boxing. Like they're allowed to jump on you. <laughs> well they straddle and then they either elbow to the craniums or do something I don't with... John,
0: I honestly don't know because I, I, I for me,
1: weak-necked. Like I'm not doing the F1 stretches that the drivers do
0: and I was watching some of F1 the other
1: night. 100 which, 100, way, 100 grand, no tax. Like you get 100k cash. Would you need that? Like to me 15 thing, to take like, some shots that could hurt, you could shatter I, your but, nose,
0: but, but I do have to consider I
1: might get murdered. I might die. Well, you probably... but I, said, but I, I would say... You could snap my brain. No, nah, I'd say probably, maybe a jaw shatter or a, a leg snap. Yeah, 100 grand might not be enough. I don't... 50 is <laughs> definitely not enough. I don't think 100 is. I I think
0: we'd have to be in the... We'd have to get into like the mid-sixes.
1: Well, if I told you... And I would spend... Is, is 100, is 100, 100 grand worth getting your jaw shattered? It's not. I don't care. Unless you're like... You have no... Like that. me, that's... Especially I'd be out of commission. Well, yeah, you could. Oh, to the wire. Oh, good point. Do, do, do,
2: do, do, do.
1: Well, Maybe I could make a magical podcast. Yeah. Even just the legs,
0: You
2: well, know how hard up. it
1: feels when they kick you. I mean, God damn. The whole thing just looks so painful. At least boxing. I, I'd probably get into a ring even with like a Floyd for like 50 grand. You, know, you can hit me with the glove, knock <laughs> me out. But it's not going to do that much. The kicking <laughs> yeah. and the the elbows. I mean, the the pain. Ugh. The pain, man.
0: MyBookie.ag, promo code HAMMA, the number one, where, by the way, what is this? Uh, I think it's Friday or Saturday. Anyway, uh, British Grand Prix coming up this weekend. Max Verstappen, the heavy favorite, John. The heavy favorite. What's the heavy favorite? Things have changed for Red Bull reasons. Where's Lewis? They've overtaken uh, Mercedes. Lewis is plus 170, which is second. And then everybody else is like.
1: Lewis feels like Tiger. You know, the stretch he had before he kind of like maybe like 2012 or 13. Like, is it something off? Is the car fucking, we need new tires? I, I don't know. What's going I, on here? I, one thing, you know, Red
0: Bull was big. Mercedes took it, but Red Bull's back. I watched for Stapp. Now, a few things had to go wrong for Lewis to win whatever thing I watched like a month ago, but uh, Red Bull
1: is back. Lewis had a hell of yeah. a run, but it feels over. What does he still like finish third every race it, yeah, he, he, again? Like he the ain't one finished I was watching, 17th, right? <laughs> he was leading the, I think he,
0: I don't know if there's been a recent, I think I saw he'd lost like, or had not won. Yeah. Was it not one or not podiumed for three straight races for like the first time ever. Again, don't, are my F1 stats
1: are a little iffy. So he's like the equivalent of some of like Tom Brady's, you know, like AFC championship teams that don't make it to the Super Bowl. He's still damn good, but he's not, he's not like a, a seven and nine team. But you're not going to find anybody going like, yeah, 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 bet against him. You're not
0: going to, you'll definitely win if you bet against Lewis Hamilton. He's still one of the. I mean, again, he's a heavy favorite
1: over the rest of the field. Yeah. Just Max is a bigger just favorite. Just Max
0: other. is another level.
2: Yeah. I,
1: I don't know if Max is going to quite resonate like Like Lewis, was, he got a cool look. He's just got a sweet name. Easier to spell than I can't spell that last name for Max. No. Been at it for a while. Just a good energy. He's just a unique person,
0: it seems like. Not yeah. that I really know a ton, but from what I've watched, seems like. Were you telling me? Somebody else was telling me. Somebody was telling me they were involved. They know somebody with F1 who just said Lewis is the best. Like, People like loved him. Loved working with him. I could see that. Just the best, even though, you know,
1: super wealthy. I, I saw it today. <laughs> I that, uh, do you know that Messi's last contract was like four years, 700 million? And I saw it today. The headline was like Messi takes 50% pay cut. Still will make eighty three million dollars a year. Like, God damn these guys have it good That's incredible. Well, it's the other thing is you're like baseball players,
0: like none of them get paid for six years. Then you watch the All-Star game and everybody's wearing double chain. Like you can't play in a game without double chains. How about the El Nino? Did you say the El Nino I mean I know he's been wearing it all year, I think, but I think it said El Nino, or maybe it just a Nino. Uh, the Fernando Tatis Jr. chain is massive. No, I didn't see that. I, I John, sp- I I hate carrying as, uh, anything over
1: like five keys is too many keys. I don't know how these guys play with so much weight around their neck. I, I saw Machado. Cool hell. They must have had a party. Maybe it was Sunday night. MLB had a party. Probably wouldn't Sunday because guys played. Maybe it, was, maybe it was Monday. Maybe it was just coming to the yard before. Uh, I guess for some guys, they weren't in the home run derby. You just come to put on your uni and hang out. But you kind of come through a red carpet. His wife, obviously, Manny's got a lot of cash. Her purse was basically like a diamond baseball. I mean, I, I would just, if you just had a ballpark, $500,000, you know, who know? I mean, that might could be low. The, the money some of those high-end guys have, you're, what Tatis just signed for, right? 300? 14 years?
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's just, he's 22. Your <laughs> <The laughs> key is that you got, your, your chain has to hit, if you're mic'd up, hit the mic. I don't know if you caught Xander Bogarts at the plate, but you get like that sound when the chain hits the mic that just sounds good. It just sounds kind of sweet. Uh, sounded good.
1: But by see, the way, you see Hendricks mic'd up swearing. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was great. They do, I mean, yeah, they do a good job. All star game, sweet. Baseball, all star game. How about this for a bet? How often does this happen? Uh, the Giants have the best record in baseball. Yeah. And there are one, two, here are the teams with better odds to win the National League than them. At ham one The Dodgers, the Padres, the Braves, the Reds, the Cubs, the Mets, the Nats. That can't be right. Okay, this is not in order. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Teams with the better odds. Dodgers, Padres, Mets. That's it. See, sometimes they don't put them in order. It throws me off. Yeah. Plus five. They usually
1: two. do it alphabetically. Is that the way they did it? Or no? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe no, maybe it's maybe not alphabetical. I, I, I was texting someone that's pretty locked into the Giants schedule, and he says it gets a lot harder. Because, listen, I'm not trying to be a Giants hater, though I, Giants. I, 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 I'm I not a Gabe Kapler guy. Nothing. Farhan, I'd give him a 15-year extension right now. He is elite. That guy is elite. I was yep. texting with Vincent Recruity, our buddy from Fresno, who just is crushing the business world. And he's a diehard Yankee fan. He obviously hates Aaron Boone, and he just he can't stand any of the players besides Aaron Judge, who actually came down to his deal when he in Fresno. So he loves Aaron Judge. Thinks everyone else stinks. And I was saying, like, can you imagine? I, I didn't realize that Tampa. I mean, their record. He's like, how could it be possible? They got rid of all these players last year because they signed other places. They, they they look the exact same. It's just new random That's guys. Amazing. They're twenty games over. And it's like, yeah, what I would do if I were you, I would find a Farhan, I would find a Friedman, I would find a Dodger guy, and I would offer 100%. him $75 million and get rid yep. of Cashman. He's like, bro, do you understand that Cashman had, the, the Yankees invested like millions of dollars in the analytic department. I'm like, well, you have the wrong nerds. Yep. Because the right nerds, Tampa, obviously Farhan, Billy. Not Sean not Carl, I'll tell you that. They just, they are geniuses. They are geniuses. But my take is, I I do think that they're going to come back to Earth. Not Earth. I just think that whenever I look up, guy, they're playing terrible teams. And in fairness to them, they kill them. Yes, they do. When do Uh, they ever play good teams? They just don't. Feels like never. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, the Diamondbacks are... Oh, the Rock... Oh, the... You know the Diamondbacks are probably going to win like 40 games this year? They are historically bad. Well, they had a stretch, remember, where they...
4: What
0: what was the... They lost like twenty one road games in a row or something. The they came back on something. stink. I know. Tough
1: for our guy Votie. voter. I do think, and just having just been there and love the area. Now the suns are cool. That area, like if the Cardinals' job becomes available, and the Padre or I mean the Diamondbacks, you can't tell me that like high level executives won't want to go. I mean, all the athletes they live there. Like people want to go there. It's like. You know, people love uh, taking over jobs in Houston. Like, you want to go where people want to be. How do they not crush it in sports? It's
0: really a more college sports conversation, right? Like, the the location than it is a pro sports conversation. It doesn't make
1: it, because right? most people would choose to, like, a random athlete from Texas. Like, hey, uh, the Niners are going to sign. You just end up, you get forced here, and then they love it when they're here. But the amount they'd have to pay and... You and know, coaches don't ever leave pro jobs for pro jobs and, you know, the way college coaches do. But it's just crazy The but specifically the Diamondbacks, baseball players fucking love that area, right? That Arizona area. They all have homes there. A lot of them stay Spring there. Spring training's and, there for a reason. And they suck. And they mainly have sucked, wouldn't you say, a large percentage of, like, our adult life beside the like, Randy Johnson team? Yeah, I mean, they came in in, what, 97,
0: I think? And, uh... It feels so like they're kind of a sitting, careers, uh, part. sleeping giant. It's hard. Like pro sports, I mean, pro sports just way. don't yeah. Yeah. Just draft yeah. the right guys. All right. So, uh, one thing, John, that we, we have to start with, we're going to do this is a mailbag. We're diving into the mailbag. Here's what you do. You go to iTunes, you leave us a review on iTunes in that review. You leave a question. We also would love for you to name your favorite bar to hang out at. It doesn't even have to be a sports bar. Just let's, let's name drop some local places that you love wherever it is in the country, wherever it is in the world. That's fun. This week, not only are we taking some iTunes mailbag questions, which is great, we appreciate that. We're almost to a thousand reviews on iTunes, so keep those coming. But we also posted on our Haberman and Middlecoff Facebook page. Oh. You could we we've got some questions from Facebook as well, so you can also submit questions there.
1: Same deal, and uh, we can dive right in. Now, this I was going to I was going to forward to do this really quick. Yeah, uh, I saw a New York Times headline: Facebook and this is not why I've been pushing Facebook, but they're going to start spending over a billion dollars on creators. Here we are. Yeah. They got here to
0: be created. (laughs) Yeah, Let's go Facebook. Holler at me, Mark. Uh, so this one, actually we record this, this podcast being recorded on July 14th. This question came in on July 11th. We know that July 14th, Richard Sherman's, um, uh, Richard Sherman was arrested. So if you're listening to this on Thursday night or Friday or whenever over the weekend, maybe things have changed. Somebody, uh, Mr. Superfly, says it's July 11th, a month away from preseason. Richard Sherman hasn't been signed yet. Who do you guys see him signing with? Obviously, that question is out, but the timing of it, interesting. Uh, I'll tell you this. As we record this, you and I were sitting here just talking before we started recording. The 911 call has been posted. I started listening to it for about five seconds. I do not have a stomach for nine one one calls, I had to turn it off. Um, I, thankfully nobody was hurt. I don't, that's which, which it doesn't make this an easy story, but the fact that nobody was hurt, nobody was killed, nobody was, any of that stuff, uh, you know, makes the story a lot, a lot less
1: tragic in some ways. Although just from what I heard of that call, it's pretty sad. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's just as we're recording this right now, the information is like you said, up to that point, it just got released. I, I, I know for me personally, uh, just as a player, he's one of my favorite players in the league over the last decade, like right up there with like Tom, Payton. Like he's on a short list of the guys that are just like an all-timer. And then like, you know, obviously being in this area, following what David said about him, you know, following Seattle really closely. And then when he came to the Niners, like, I actually have as much respect for him as a person as I did as a player. Like I think he's a really, really high-level guy. I know you were telling me before we hopped on, you know, people that know him, people love the guy. Like he is very, yeah. very, peop, his respect level is really, really high. And I know, you know, everyone has to give their opinion on social media. Like he followed me a couple of years ago on Twitter and he would, and I DM him beside the last couple of times trying to get him on the podcast. But like just questions about football. I remember the CBA stuff. He was as high, a guy, he would, two people emailed or texted me as quickly, and one's Andy. And Richard, I mean, I swear to God, if I send him a DM, you know, for a couple-year period, and right back. Just a high-level, and I, I'm not asking, like, crazy questions, but I've always liked him. Uh, huge fan of him. I, I'm hoping he's fine. Like, I don't – I just, honestly, these things are sad, and I hope – fuck, I don't know. I mean, I don't know yeah. what else to say. I, that's that's what you can't say. He's. I ju- again, I, I've I, just I, never I met anyone who's been around him that doesn't, like – speak really really and this isn't like you know good player it's like he's like the highest level guy in the room talking to the people yeah, with the Niners I, when they like negotiated against him like they really I'm, really liked him I'm thankful one of the reasons I was texting with a guy who was a teammate of his
0: um, in the NFL today and he was I mean kind of upset about it because I've always talked he, he thinks he just thinks very highly of him and one of the reasons I'm thankful that nobody was hurt there was no you know physical altercation between him and his wife or is because you can actually say what you just said, right? Somebody, he hit somebody with his car and something else happens. And now it's hard to even convey the message that you conveyed, which is that you're rooting for him. And you hope that his family and everything works out. Now, again, we record this on Wednesday afternoon. By the time you hear this, maybe there's more details. I don't, we don't know, but this is, these are our thoughts in this moment. And, um,
1: I I just think some of the highest level guys in the league, are probably, from his teammates at Stanford, which are a bunch of high-level guys, to think about John Schneider, Richard Sherman. I thought John Schneider, they were asked about, like, after the draft, if if Richard, they'd be interested in him. He's like, not only would we be interested in him, like, Richard Sherman's a stalwart Seattle Seahawk. Like, he, he's a huge part of everything we've ever done here. And we know what Kyle, John, and those guys think of him, right? So it's just... It's not like he played for the he became some great player for lower level jaguars and the you know the texans or something right
0: No he became a, one of the his, his, of the he,
1: NFL and one of the best things the NFL had going for it I would say that's why when this story kind of comes out it's like it's it feels extra big because of how big of a I mean he's he's easily one of the more non quarterbacks when you say top 5 most famous guy in the league in the most famous yeah. league in America. Certainly. For, I mean, you know, now as time goes on, you get J.J. and you know, I mean, JJ But you know what, but his name yeah, just, absolutely. To a, people know him. He's one
0: of the, he's been, he's been certainly one of the most valuable assets the NFL has had as a, as a product for several years now because he's one of the best. And um, he's not afraid to, you know, to talk and share his opinions. And he's got smart opinions and that kind of stuff. So, all right. Onward with the mailbag, John. Uh, this is from Callie Trotter. Best sports podcast without a doubt. Five stars. Fellow Fresno State alum here. Go go Dogs. I'm a Charger fan. This year has a lot of potential. Herbert can make a run for MVP. Uh, James can win comeback player of the year. And dare I say, Staley gets coach of the year by taking us all the way to the Super Bowl. LOL. I'm a betting man. And Herbert for MVP can win good money. Who do you think will become the MVP for the 2021-2022 season? Let's see. I
1: just had my bookie open so I can go back. I'd say if Herbert were to win the MVP... I guess his first two years wouldn't be as great as Mahomes because Mahomes' first two years, he won an MVP and he won a Super Bowl, like in back-to-back years. But just individual awards to win the rookie of the year by, I mean, a landslide. (laughs) And then win the MVP would be non-Mahomes, which we already know Mahomes is an all-time outlier, would be one of the greatest starts in the history of sports, not even just football. Like, how does it get any better, right? I would say that would... It'd be jaw dropping if he wins the MVP because that does mean their team's really good, right?
0: So here, yeah, I mean here here are some here are some uh,
1: odds. I'm, I've got it on the YouTube. Uh, Mahomes, Rogers, blah blah blah. Where's Herbert? Here, you, you, he's up. Keep going. Up? Yeah, keep scrolling above Lamar Jackson. Fourteen to one. That seems those odds should be
0: a little. That's a little longer. High. Yeah. Longer, right? You you thinking like twenty to one or something like that? that well, saying? guy,
1: Lamar Jackson, who has already won one and is on a powerhouse team, like he can't have worse odds than Herbert, right? No, but I think part of this is like there are
0: people that go, I'm going to get in on Herbert before other people do. But the answer is, everyone's
1: in on Herbert now. Where would yeah his odds reflect that? Where it is realistic? If the Chargers win, <clears throat> if I tell you right now the Chargers go twelve and five, his name, I don't see how he wouldn't be like a top five conversation guy, right? Like, the Seattle was awesome last year, and Russell Wilson ended up not really even being close toward the end. Which, think about that. Like, things do change. Right. I could see him having a stretch, if they're good, where it's like, could he win the MVP? That's realistic. Can I see him being the MVP? I don't know. I mean, I I, I wouldn't have seen Lamar Jackson. He won it, so who knows? Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe. Carson, 25 to 1? I I like those odds better than Herbert's, don't you? If I said you you have $100... And you can only you can't split it. You can just bet it on one guy. Would you put it on Carson or would you put it on Herbert? Uh, uh Carson. Yeah, those odds are tasty, guy. How about the eighty to one Garoppolo? Can I give you a pushback on give Carson? An appetite for that? I think that speaks to how good he is. Because fucking Carson, based off last season, should be closer to Jimmy, shouldn't he? Shouldn't Carson be like fifty to John, one? His <laughs> odds are longer than Deshaun Watson's. Well, but he's not going to play. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, but even like at least Tannehill, we've seen him like. Lead playoff teams and stuff, right? Last year, same odds. That shows you yeah, that but, they're, but not, who, they're not they're not letting mean, people just buy Carson at forty to one. Yeah. All right, good mailbag
0: question. Next up, this is also from iTunes. Uh, this is from Mike O'Brien. Full name on the internet. Appreciate that, Mike. Um, question for guy first. What's your favorite broadcasting memory that you were a part of? I know you're well-versed in most sports. John, I appreciate your model from Cal Poly. Learn by doing. My ex-brother-in-law went there, and I remember that model well. I'm a Chico State grad, so as I always said, learn by drinking. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> in your opinion, John, the question for John is, can you give me a top-performing offensive and defensive rookie in the NFL this year? You guys are the best. Promo code HAM, Mike O'Brien. Thank you, Mike. Uh, my favorite sports well – you, well, you chew on offensive and defensive rookies. My favorite sports broadcasting memory that I was a part of. I mean, I always go back to – I mean, one of my favorite things, going to – calling some games at Fenway was awesome. Um, a few years ago – this is – it's hard for me to pick one. A few years ago, I did the uh, – they don't call it the Holy War anymore. BYU-Utah. It was a huge game at Utah, Zach Wilson's freshman year, sellout. Utah had already wrapped up the Pac-12 South Championship, and they had this big comeback, and it was like amazing. And it, for me, that one is special to me because the game was on FS1. It was ranked that year the 32nd best game in college football by SB Nation, John. And uh, the guy did it with, and I always joke, that we did the 32nd game according to SB Nation in whatever year that was. Uh, 2017, but for me, that game was special. If I'm being like fully, uh, vulnerable here because it was a great game. And it was the game, the first game I did where I walked out of there, like thinking I, I nailed that. Like not only was I ready, but the game presented some moments and, and I freaking nailed it. Uh, so that game gave me a lot of confidence, a ton of confidence, just from a play-by-play perspective. Uh, and then the other thing I would add is a few years ago, like this would have been the 2016-2017 season with the Warriors. I went on a Warriors road trip, did some games on radio. Just, I mean, doing that was cool. The The trip. Didn't you go to a dinner where the whole team was there? Yeah, they had. they they We stayed at – they were playing the Nets, and uh, this was their Christmas road trip. It began. It went Brooklyn, Detroit, and then it finished in, Cle- in Cleveland on Christmas Day. Back when LeBron was on the team and KD, this was uh, this was the game Richard Jefferson I think dunked on um, uh, Draymond, but and that place was a zoo.
1: Like that was a wild. Place was this Kevin's first year? Uh, yeah, right, 16, Because yeah, because him and Steph were getting weird at the time, kind of right. And the uh, so we we go to Brooklyn. I go to like the
0: the the Warriors practice the night before at like some gym. We're like just watching them walk by the wall of people like just on treadmills and bikes and people just going like, did Kevin Durant just walk by me? Why are they at a public gym? So then, yeah, we go to a they, – they rented out a private area, Lake of – they do this first class, man. They rent out Nobu, Nobu, which is like a famous big, big league sushi place, Manhattan. Heard of it. And, yeah, everybody they everybody was allowed to bring anybody that they wanted. So, like, Zidranas Ilgowskis was there. Uh, who's Steve Kerr's friend who's, like, the the singer from Berkeley?
1: Famous. Oh, the Counting Crows guy. guy with the dreads? He was there. Yeah, cow guy. A um, bunch of people were there. And I was there. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Who was at your table? Like, players' families
0: were there. I was sitting with, like, Kalena and R.C. Davis, who's the Warriors producer, And then other people just rotated in. You know, it was just like kind of casual, so people just drop in and say hi, and it was just like a family dinner. Um, Everyone on the team
1: go? Like any no shows?
0: Everybody, I think everybody was there. Yeah. Then we go to Detroit. They play the Nets night to Detroit. Land in Detroit, freezing cold, snow. Three a.m. hotel. People are at the hotel in the freezing cold with like cheering for the Warriors, and uh, same deal. Next day, team dinner. So, you know, you're pocketing all your uh, you're pocketing all your money, uh, your per diem and team dinner again. Same deal. Just sitting. You know, I think it was I think that night table was the same. Maybe Ross was there that night and, uh, you know, the players had their own table, but there was just an NBA game on TV. Everyone was watching it. Go to Cleveland. They uh, Ruth Chris, I think, is what Morton's or Ruth Chris is where dinner was. That night. Lacob came by, said hi to every single person. You know, Raymond Ritter's like, this is guy. He's filling in on the trip, blah, blah, blah. Uh, first, I mean, so first class. So
1: first class. So that that was, that's up there too. I feel like, we, again, should get jo- about- I feel like we should get Joe on. Whenever I hear him talking, like I always wanted more Joe.
0: I interviewed him a couple years ago on like SiriusXM for this Warriors for an NBA channel thing. He was, yeah, and, and Welts, yeah. he was very cool. I, I think that's a good idea, John. It's a very good idea.
1: So we got three state school guys, one on the question, two here. Do you know, I was talking to someone, the GPA you need to get into Cal Poly now? Like, there is zero, absolutely, 100% zero chance I couldn't get in. Like, how hard it is what to is get it? into schools, just you in know, California. What is it? I don't know, like four, three, minimum. But I just what think...
0: it cost? I remember Fresno State cost
1: $1,300,
0: well, I think. Well, Cal Poly I was it? the
1: same, it was cheap. The most expensive part, it, I think the real estate in San Luis was probably obviously more than Fresno. That was like your your costs for housing were expensive, but the, I don't know, it was like, I remember making the payments, like two thirteen hundred dollars payments. It was cheap, you know, relative to the stories you hear about like UCLA yeah. or USC or fucking yeah. St. Mary's or, you know, it's like Stanford. It was not expensive. Uh, offensive, defensive, I, I, I really do think, you saw him throw out the first pitch, you went to the game, Najee Harris, you see Ben... <laughs> I can going to say Peyton Manning. Ben is doing a full diet now, year 18. He's just going, changing his body. Uh, I, I guess when. Time we'll, to get committed. <laughs> you know, when you probably start seeing your career, like, they were going to cut me. And they were like dead serious. Like, Ben, we're going to cut you. That's what it took for Ben to like start eating a salad. Uh, I do think they're going to hand him the ball a lot. Like, he is an awesome player. I, I, I think he's going to be fucking fantastic. Defensive rookie of the year. To me, those. There wasn't a big-time pass rusher. To me, typically, those guys have a huge edge, right? A guy that, if you can just get, like, nine sacks, that you mm-hmm. know, Bosa-type. Corners, I would not touch them. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't even have an answer. Micah Parsons? Yeah, I could see, like, if the Cowboys win 10 games, he could have some big plays. That's Actually, that's not a terrible one. I follow Amari on Instagram. He was like, Amari just lost a, a bet to, or Parsons just, you know all these guys game, you know. <laughs> uh, Jason, major bag alert. Best sports talk show I uh, saw so John. Okay.
0: This was not even a question. I thought about leaving this out, but this was so bold and so out of the box that I respected it. Jason says best sports talk show out there. Dudes keep it real and provide extremely honest unfiltered takes. Also, my company is hiring project managers in the Bay Area. Can also be remote. If you have a tax finance background, shoot me a text. 832-546-6779. <laughs> Jason Giovanni. Tell him Haberman and Middlecoff sent you.
1: So you need a tax and finance guy. When I read the question when I was scrolling through comments, probably last week. I thought he wanted us. That makes sense. He's just put it out there to the audience. Because I was like thinking, you know, I've gone through about three tax guys in about five years. So I, I, I don't necessarily have a guy to give you. They keep going to jail. Uh, Sacramento guy is boom. Name the
0: company. Name the company next time. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, we... You know, most people have to pay to advertise on this show. But, you know, if you're a listener, I appreciate the hustle. First one could be free. All right. Here's one from Facebook. This is from Drew. Question. Who do you like for D? Oh, here we go. Defensive rookie of the year. I think Jameen Davis. I said Jameen, linebacker from Kentucky, was the right uh, is the right guy on Ron Rivera's defense. His measurables are eerily similar to Keekly. And we all know what he accomplished under Ron Rivera. Jameen does an excellent job. Uh uh Jameen, I think it's Jamine. I'm sorry. I'm just Jamming. Don't actually know. Jamming. I like jamming better. <laughs> Let me too. Uh Davis does uh lack like the experience compared to other guys, but I think he landed in the perfect situation. His talent and potential will be maximized. He could easily be a hundred tackle a year guy with a handful of picks and sacks. Thanks, Drew Peary. I guess uh John, let's welcome in Mike Silver for some perspective. Oh, no, he's not here. <laughs> uh I, I
1: I this is a natural thing to do is you throw out, like, the best player that's ever played for the coach. I think it's unfair to players, right? I mean, Luke Keekley is going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best players at his position we've ever seen. It's actually kind of sad his career got yeah. cut so short, because I know this. Remember that first game, the Niners? Was that Kyle's first game ever? No, because it might have been Jimmy's first start. I don't even remember. But they just play him back when Keekley's just healthy. Talking about the game they kicked the Panthers' ass? No, I thought the Panthers kicked their ass. Remember? Oh, you're talking about when the Niners were were bad. Yeah, it might have been Kyle's first game, and it was just like it was because I remember Sala oh, was that the game
0: about, Mike Tolbert went off.
1: Yeah, because didn't Mike Sala, Tolbert truck somebody? Sala talked about it in the flying coach that he called the timeout in that game when they were down 30. Remember Keekley yeah, 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 picking yeah, yeah. off like uh, Brian Hoyer? He like threw it right to him. I think then Keekley also picked off Jimmy. Maybe they've played him multiple times. Keekley's awesome. I feel like Mike Tolbert trucked
0: somebody in that game.
1: Mike Tolbert, that was a Harbaugh day when Mike Tolbert got game? Eric Reed Killed Eric oh, Reed, okay. Remember? They met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tolbert was coming like a Humvee. And, I, and props to Eric. He was ready for the tackle. It just, that guy was a load. Killed him. <laughs> Destroyed him. I do remember going to that Panther-Niner game. Remember, they played twice because they played in the playoffs. That was a hard hit, like... That there wasn't a pussy fucking in uniform well, that day. Bodies were getting the, destroyed. Wasn't the Tolbert game? Wasn't that the game that the Niners
0: ran? Remember they finished the game with like some. The Niners lost the, the game. Like, at,
1: we went at Candlestick and they lost.
0: What's the game that they ran? That they ran like Harbaugh ran like twelve straight. They ran the ball like twelve. I think straight in plays the on then, then they played him
1: in the playoffs because the Panthers were like the one or two seed and the Niners went on the road week two. You know the. It was the second round, and just demolished them in the second half, ran it down their throat. I think. Yeah, I must not be thinking about a Panther game. I'm thinking about a Niner home game. I think I it was the it off. I think it was
0: the Cardinals that you're talking. All about. right. Uh, next up, this is from Sam or Sal. I'm sorry, Sal Vumbaca. Hey guys, love what you do. Never miss a podcast or YouTube episode. Uh, glad you took some time off. It's well deserved. Question: Since it's the off season and lots of players are playing golf, if you had to put together a golf foursome, including yourself, with either past or present players that you either know would be awesome to hang out with on the course, or you think would be awesome to hang out with on the course, who would it be? My foursome would be George Kittle, Marshawn Lynch, Chad Ochocinco.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not golfing with those guys. I would hang. I, I would do something with them. Golf would not. Smoltz. T- yeah, to me, it would start with Peyton and Tom. I think it would be Peyton and Tom, and I'd have to think about the third. But, I mean, I, I just... Well... You saw Peyton last night. That I forwarded you that tweet of him just, like, with Shohei Otani? Yeah. I just... I saw him interviewed the day before, too. When would you go anywhere in life, and you just be like, yeah, I play golf with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, people wouldn't want to hear about it? Like, that, to me, story trumps any guy you could say. J.J. Watts to George Kittles. i actually liked...
0: It, it, can I is
1: Mickelson allowed here or is that? I thought he missed like only NFL players? players. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah, honestly, I might, might go. I might go. Peyton, Tom, and Bill. Belichick. Sean Payton. Ask about Bountegate. Yeah, I mean, Steve Young.
0: I think Steve Young would be interesting. Yeah, I'd go quarterback. Having we, I think we've both read his book in the pandemic. Listened. Listened. Um, Millennial.
1: Yeah. Brady and
0: Peyton, you're not going to get any argument from me there.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Someone DM'd me, "Why does Peyton Manning dress like he's always just come from the golf course?" It's like that's his because, his outfit. Do you think he has? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, a, he has, and B, I think it's just the the southern. It's going to always going to be the striped shirt tucked in khaki shorts. khakis, and the belt that's like leather and metal. Yeah, or like the
1: weave. And just, and he, he actually doesn't wear like, he he feels like he wears, uh, tennis shoes a lot, probably easier on his feet. Yeah, tennis shoes.
0: (laughs) But you, which you can wear with that outfit.
1: Yeah. You're right. Always shorts. It is a, never, it is a Southern
0: look. Always shorts. John, let's tell the people before we uh, go any further about our friends at decked decked.com slash ham. That's decked D E C K E D.com slash ham. If you have a truck. You do not want your stuff rattling around in the cab, under the seat. You don't want it exposed to the elements, exposed to anybody that just walks by and looks in your truck bed. That's why Decked is here to protect, secure, organize, and make easily accessible all
1: your stuff. Yep. Drawer system keeps your gear secure, has a 2,000-pound payload to put anything on top of it. Think about that. Their warranty, absolutely incredible. Says three years, but as uh, the people that run the company told us, they have literally never said no to anyone. American-made. usa America. That's where they create this thing. Throw it in the back of the truck. Put anything you want in it. You want a tailgate? Tailgates are going to be big. Throw a couple of Modellos, throw a couple trulies, throw a couple of white claws. No free ads here, so they're not paying us. We we do have an ad that we could throw in there here in about a month. <laughs> That'll be coming. Uh, but yeah, get on it right now. Deck.com. Get your deck drawer system at deck.com slash ham and get free shipping. I love free shipping. Deck.com slash ham for free shipping on your deck drawer system, deck.com slash ham. Uh you can take it in and put it out in
0: over, in under five minutes. Every full size truck or cargo van made since the mid nineties, it fits. Every midsize truck since around 05, it fits. And uh, yeah, football tailgating season here. Put some ice in those drawers on the weekends. Load them up with some, uh, like John said, whatever you want. and Have a good time. Get on it, people. We appreciate everybody at decked.com slash ham.
3: Butcherbox.com slash ham. And another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year
0: Uh, Carlos asks on Facebook, how good for your business is it that Kyle Shanahan is honest every time? You know, it's funny that he asked that question. We were having a conversation with uh, somebody today and uh, we'll probably have a conversation on the podcast with this person later. And we talked about this very thing and, um, the answer is good. It's very, Kyle Shanahan is great for business.
1: Absolutely. No, no shame in saying that. I I, I think... It goes back to Harbaugh. I would imagine times were a lot different in the Eddie Debartolo days in terms of the internet, but in terms of the interest, when people perceive the Niners are going to be good or when they actually are good, we've been saying this forever, like, why do you guys talk so much to the Niners now? Well, because the interest is Yankee level. It's cowboy level. They're a cash cow. Ask Jed what it's like to own the Niners. He would tell you, I live like a fucking king. And there's a difference levels in the NFL. Like there are franchises that have won a lot more over the last 20 years than the Niners. The Minnesota Vikings. They're not even in the same league when in terms of interest and fan base, just in terms of quantity. So it just, I think Kyle is a unique guy. But if they had, let's just take out Kyle and give him Bruce Arians, right? Or Pete Carroll or anyone. And they were just good or people think they were going to be good. It would be different, maybe because he's younger, but I don't think it would. If Bruce Arians was their coach and people thought they were going to win 12 games and had just gone to the Super Bowl two years ago, I think it would be the same, right? Yeah, I do think... I'm not trying to diminish Kyle. I'm just saying, like, it is... It's there, because Harbaugh, we saw the same. Now, Kyle and Harbaugh are unique characters.
0: I don't think we can undervalue. I do think we could probably overvalue, so I don't want to do that, but I I do think the fact that his last name is Shanahan, just like when you're watching the All-Star game and Vlad Guerrero Jr., the fact that he's Guerrero Jr., right? Fernando Tatis Jr. Like the fact that he's a Shanahan.
1: I mean, they're GM's
0: John Lynch too. <laughs> GM John Lynch. GM John Lynch. But the name is just it's been synonymous with football, with all football since the mid 90s, and certainly barrier football longer. Um, so that that's a factor too. He he is now he has earned what he's got, right? But That name, I think, also
1: helps just from a brand recognition standpoint.
0: And we've been talking about him, the the Falcons and the Super Bowl, and we've been talking about him for a long time. Yeah,
1: and and Harbaugh. In fairness to Harbaugh, he also has a unique name, like a pretty famous name. Yeah, (laughs) and it was nuts. I guess my Bruce Arians argument, like at this point in time, Bruce Arians is very famous. (laughs) I think your point is a good one, which
0: is the Niners. If they're just if we think they're going to be competitive, the floor for their coach's fame is going to be very high, regardless of who it is. Yes. Next up, this is from DeSeld. Where's Hunter Bishop? Love the show. Question for the next major bag alert. When are you guys going to use your insider knowledge, previous guest on the pod, to figure out when we get to see Hunter Bishop in action this year? Looking forward to seeing him up in Eugene, Hillsboro, hitting bombs. Promo code ham. Had an oblique injury. Did you know that? I did. I texted with Hunter uh, yesterday when I saw this was on the podcast, and I told him, somebody wants to know how you're doing, so what can we tell people? and uh, let me scroll back here because then we start talking. He said, doing good, almost back. Been a long road, but I'm feeling healthy and strong finally. And I said, I, you know, I'm sure it's been frustrating, blah, blah, blah. He said, it's all good, part of the plan. And then he wanted to start talking about something else. So.
1: Dude Orlando that went to Sarah High School that played for the A's, actually the Mariner system. He was a UC Davis guy whose buddies with Hunter, who's a little older than him, who played golf with him, said Hunter's a scratch golfer, really good player. Yeah, I, I didn't we talk to him. He
0: loved, you know, when we talked to him, we, I knew he loved, loved golf. I didn't know golf. he was
1: like an elite player. I would assume he was decent, but going to UW on a football scholarship before he decided to become a yeah. baseball star. It's probably, I so, mean, what's he bad at? Like racquetball? Probably no one's ever beat him. Nothing. Probably yeah. nothing.
0: Uh, I was trying to get him hooked up with Nick Aliotti, who's up there in Eugene and loves golf. The former, is that where the their team? That's where their team is. H- yeah. The Hillsborough hops, I think is the name or the
1: Emeralds, Eugene Emeralds, maybe it's the Eugene Emeralds. Not exactly. Isn't it kind of crazy how many Major League Baseball teams are in just random cities throughout the country? Double A and single you, you A? You mean
0: like minor? Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, their minor league systems.
0: So Hunter's good. He's going to be back soon. And uh, yeah, still very much a friend of the show. Prayers up. Uh, this is from Todd Kleinheins. Love the pod on Facebook. Love the pod and all the content. Which sports changes which sports changes did you initially hate but you've come around on like the introduction of interleague play expanded nfl playoffs nba play-in game alternate jerseys also bar recommendation in the south bay double d's bar and grill in los gatos uh great korean ribs plus great beer selection and as an added bonus kyle shanahan is a regular and can be seen on regular occasion as is patrick marlowe and some other sharks so we know what, we know what kyle is drinking right after the all-star game now jack and coke looks like a jack and coke um double d's bar and grill in los gatos or as i hear people from down there say sometimes los gatos los, los gatos. gatos yeah uh sports changes you hated alternate jerseys, et cetera,
1: I've loved every change. Yeah, I think on. this is on guy.
0: Yeah. What, what did I, what did I hate that? We well, hate the
1: there? runner on second. You said you've got yeah, the runner on
0: second. It's definitely, I still think it's cheap, but I can't deny that I enjoy it. Like that's a weird one where I'm like, I don't like it conceptually, but I can't deny that. I just enjoy it.
1: You see, Manfred said, uh, the
0: double headers are here to stay. No, he, but not the seven. No, no seven inning double headers though. I thought he said, Oh, I thought but he said he,
1: seven innings were here to stay. That's the way. Oh, I, really? I saw the other day, did he say that on Wednesday? Maybe I misread it. Maybe I misread it. I just saw that people were like, this is going to piss off the old-timers. I thought he So it's 9 innings. Uh,
0: I read the other day that the 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 seven-inning doubleheaders are probably going away unless he said something since that I don't.
1: But again, I'm in not, fairness, sure like even if you don't like it or not, you no one's watching a doubleheader, you know? So what, I guess we're only nitpicking that like they never he, even happen. They rarely happen. Yeah, they do make sense. Do you agree with that? Easier to uh, get what, in. What makes it? Oh, if time. you're gonna play one, to play
0: seven. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Whatever. They don't happen enough. So I don't, didn't. Bumgarner don't, throw a don't, seven inning no hitter that much.
1: This year, I think he did. Yeah, that was like one of their twenty. There have been a
0: few teams that. Did, oh yeah, maybe. Or maybe. I last, think. Yeah, I think he did. Was yeah. last year. Um, rule changes. I hated it first, but now like. Uh, you know, uh, interleague play. I'm. I might. I don't. I don't think I had an opinion on that. Expanded NFL playoffs. NBA playing game. I don't. Know. Alternate jerseys. Mm. Uh, I think
1: the playing game was pretty good. I mean, the Lakers. Yeah, I game. enjoyed it this year. Yeah. I didn't like the. How about here's one.
0: Although this is not really. I enjoy it. The 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 NCAA tournament going to 68 and having those first four games. I don't like because I'm like, are you in the tournament or are you not in the tournament?
1: Uh, cause they call them playing games, but I watch them and enjoy them.
3: Uh, you could argue
1: they're closer to irrelevant than actually matting, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the two line pass rule, John.
2: I
0: know that got you that you've been fired yeah, up about that. I, since hockey. I, I, uh, I, yeah.
1: Did we uh, had an extra that. playoff game? We have seven teams last year. Yeah, we did. Huh? The NFL. Yeah. Or was this year? The first year. Oh, no, last year. Last year. Happened. So about the NFL. Yeah. Did we had seven
0: teams last year. Um no. Uh no, weren't there two buys?
1: I don't think there were. But I don't even remember. We're on top of that one. Seven teams. I think there were seven teams last year. Cuz remember they just it was corona, they just wanted oh, to Oh, that's next right team. because we talked about I, you know what reminds
0: me is the the Raiders, the Raiders. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's we're hard it's hard by. to complain about seven teams when you get the extra playoff game and you're enjoying it, right? Yeah, seven teams. Because the
0: Bears got in an eight and eight. Yeah, they got killed. Um, this is a great question. I wish I had a better answer for it. The three point line—that one killed me when it came in. No, I uh, didn't care about that. Um, line judges, tennis. <laughs> I I will say I you know I don't have a particular complaint about replay reviews other than I go I've always said this will this is one of my longstanding takes which is the point of the game is that we play it. Not that like the right, that not that like, you know, it doesn't matter who wins as long as you played the game. Now, to your credit, and you've said this for a while, you bring gambling into play and getting it right has become more important than it used to be. They owe it to the fans, guy. Owe it to the fans. They owe it to the gambler. There is. You mad the other day yeah. when there was some d- debate about whether one of the home run derby
1: home runs happened in time? Well, it was close. If I would add money, I. I but you understand, like if you have a couple hundred yeah. dollars on it, like well, I know. are we talking integrity? Do you care about our hard-earned money?
0: <laughs> uh, mailbag, Andrew on Facebook, you guys were talking about shootouts in soccer, how exciting it was. What if the NFL changed to field goals from the 40, but only players that took snaps kicked the field goals?
1: <laughs> so <Yeah>. no kicker. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to move that thing up to like the 10. Yeah, first that, that, of all. That'd be like a good pro bowl type thing. I don't know if you could do that. Like, can you imagine like some lineman nailing a kick and you're like, we, I don't think we have a guy that can make the kick. You well, Belichick would find a guy like on this, you know, like his backup special. He, he would get, he would, yeah, get what guy he would do, do if a, t- if a game was tied <laughs> in the second half, Bill
0: would get like his kicker into the game as like a receiver or something dumb like that, right? You'd be like, oh, he played a snap.
1: Like run a reverse for him, but tell him just to hit the ground. Yeah, he
0: never touches the ball. He's just on the other side of the field.
1: Or to me, what he'd do is one of his players, he would cross-train him in the offseason, like a practice squad guy. He would develop a guy that could just hit 40-yard kicks and could also just like cover kicks, right? So like like your six-wide receiver, he would just train that guy. It would be an advantage for Belichick, one hundred percent. There would be half the teams in the league. Kyle, you know, would get to the. They would be fucked. I'd be like, what are we doing? Belichick's guy would hit a kick in like the NFC
0: in the uh, AFC Championship game or something. Speaking of, I mean, one rule change. Remember when the All Star Game I was reminded of yesterday used to determine home field advantage in the World Series? That was pretty insane. That was nuts. That was nuts. That was great. all right. On that note, get the mailbag questions in for next week on iTunes. We appreciate you doing it there for sure. That helps the pod
1: when you uh, review on iTunes, and you
0: can also hit us on the uh, on the
1: Facebook. I, I, I do think there should be a universal overtime in golf, and I get that every tournament is different. But like this, like the you know the U.S. Open, if they had tied, they play eighteen the next day. Some of these random tournaments, they just play sudden death. The Open, they play four holes aggregate score so even if you quadruple bogey the first you're not out of it like can't we just get a universal either a golden rule like you know first birdie wins or I know what I would choose what would you choose I would just choose sudden death
0: Right after. I agree. Just, you, you play up you three guys, someone falls off, you play the second
1: hole, you tie, you play the third hole, you tie, you play the fourth hole, somebody wins. And the way I would do it is I would do this, the holes that were the hardest that week is where you start. So whatever, over the four days, the hardest hole, that's where you start. And the next one, you you have carts. It's not a fan experience anymore because typically they just take them back to 18, right? And yeah. then all the fans run back. This, the US Open or the British Open one, just because it's happened before, there's just so many people there. it is actually is kind of cool. I will say... Not a terrible idea, the four-hole one.
0: Majors just play <laughs> Monday 18 holes one-on-one. On one. Yeah, that's not
1: a terrible idea. <laughs> because I just selfishly as a viewer, it'd be an incredible product. There, It hasn't happened to me. I guess it did. I lost with Tony Fino. I lost with Tony Fino. But I I probably shouldn't have been there. I remember Homo missed a, a, a last putt. So I was kind of like... I wasn't super cocky going in there. It is... I never have as much money in the line in a football game. There is something to be said when you can win four figures in a golf tournament and it's coming down hole by hole. You know? Yeah. That is... Uh, it's pretty electric. Because I saw Darren Rovell. What happened? A game... Maybe a s Was it a baseball game? It might have been the fight. Someone lost $400,000. It might have been Connor. They had $400,000 on Connor. And I'm like, listen. I mean, I... I've never bet four hundred thousand dollars, but if you're anyone betting four hundred thousand dollars, I don't think it's like if I lose, I have no money left, right? So I'm like that guy. He's like, yikes, this has to hurt. Well, probably not, right? Yeah, yeah. That that was my we'll guess. Like, Tell me that yeah. time. Yeah, the guy exactly like this guy's more. He's done. He's out on the street. That would be an interesting. Here's a picture of his betting
0: slip and his bank account. Yeah.
1: $7,700. This guy just lost his job. When his wife finds out, she's definitely going to leave him. He has $0 in his bank account. He's fucked. But you know what? (laughs) That That bet's always
0: a lot sadder. That bet's always sadder. It's like, here's a $400 bet. It is. And the person has $7 left. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Adios.